It's a packed house here now on the Thunder Basketball Universe podcast because we are joined by three of the Thunder's four draft picks from this 2022 draft class. And we have Jay Will with us right here. This is Jalen Williams out of Arkansas. We also have Jay Dub from Santa Clara. And we have the Thunder's number two pick out of Gonzaga, Chet Holmgren. Guys, first of all, welcome to Oklahoma City and welcome into our podcast. We're so glad to have you guys. Yeah, appreciate it. Glad Thank you. Glad to be here. At long last. I mean, it seems like even though the draft was only 48 hours ago, it seems like it's been a long time since that draft night. What's it been like for, for each one of you just over this, these last two days um, getting in here? I mean, it's been a blur. Like, <laughs> like just hearing that it was 48 hours ago is wild just because we've done so much stuff, even just getting here till now. So, I mean, just being able to work out like we did yesterday was some type of like normalcy. So, so you did get a, you got a workout in. Yeah, we shot a little bit yesterday. Nice, and, nice. Yeah, for me, it was just a little drive. I had a little three-hour drive, so it wasn't that bad for me. I rode down here with my mom and my sister, and it wasn't bad, but it definitely went by fast already. Yeah, it went by crazy fast, like slow but fast at the same time. Like There's so much that's happened, but at the same time, it's like going like this, one thing to the next. Just how did it feel seeing your it's like it's one thing to have the, the draft hat or getting the phone call that you know you're going to an organization, but to have the jersey in your hand, holding it, seeing your name on the back. Just what was that like today? Oh, it was crazy putting it on. We both had to go. Didn't get mixed up with the jerseys. The nah. Williams didn't, didn't bother either of you. Nah, okay. I picked up six by accident. I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah, for me, it was crazy. Uh, it was a little easier for me to find my jersey than these two. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely crazy to wear it and have it on. And, you know, now it's like feels official. There you go. You guys have been playing basketball all your lives. The The biggest change, it seems like, probably is going to be the life change. I mean, you, you get drafted and not, within a week, you got to find a place to live. you got to figure out what you're going to do, you know, and, and you get, you're going to start practice and get ready for summer league. Um, when you actually do get on the floor, is, is that going to feel like, a sense of normalcy for y'all yeah Jalen said it best yes like us just getting to work out yesterday kind of takes you away from mm-hmm. all the hectic uh like commotion of everything else um and like basketball is like the consistency uh because you know we're moving I mean he's only moving three hours but we're coming <laughs> from halfway across the country uh so it's like it's definitely very new but basketball is going to be the same for us so we just kind of uh you know take shelter in that Chad, it's kind of crazy you, you played against both of these guys this year, um, I think you know they gave a little bit of a scouting report on you. What's your what's your scouting scouting report on these two guys when when you went up against Jalen uh, <laughs> at Santa Clara and then Jalen at yeah. Arkansas? <laughs> great, great players, obviously. Uh, J Dub here was probably seventy five percent of the scouting report before we played Santa Clara. Uh, you know, we spent probably a few days on just Jalen, uh, J Dub, uh, getting ready to play them, and you know, obviously a great player. Uh, you know, he had a great game both times uh, they played against us. Uh, you know, thankfully we were able to come out on top uh, in both those games. But uh, it was a different oh story God. against J. Will. <laughs> yeah. Like, just yeah, I'm laughing over here, but I'm hurting on the inside. <laughs> saying this. Uh, you know, it was a great game to play against against yeah uh, against J. Will. Uh, you know, Sam said it best when he said, you know, great decision maker. He kind of connected everything for, for Arkansas. You know, they played a, a five-out style, and, you know, they played through the trail man and, uh, you know, swung it back to him to make all the decisions. So, uh, you know, like Sam said, great decision maker. He's physical. Uh, you know, he can do a lot of things on the basketball court. 
and, and unfortunately, <laughs> unfortunately, we were unable to come out with the win in that game. Jelly, you gotta have each other's backs. The, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, with you guys being new to the organization, we wanted to play a little bit of a game to let our fans get to know you a little bit better. We've seen some highlights, you know, we know who you are as basketball players, but let's get to know you a little bit more as people. So we have a game that we play on this podcast. It's called the Starting Five. It's five rapid fire questions just to get to know you guys a little bit more. All right, I'll kick things off with the first question. We'll start with with Jay Will and we'll go down the line. What is your go-to pregame song? Uh, Dreams and Nightmares. Oh, great. Wow. Yeah. Great. Talk about uh, Golden Child by Lil Durk. Nice. See, this is a rapid fire question to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have one. Uh, it's definitely one every game. What's like, if on your playlist, what's like general genre you're working or on? Or just the artist. Or artist. Can't say artist. I say rap, but yeah, I can't pick one artist either. That's fair. That's right. fair. You know, it's appropriate we're starting with you two guys for this next one because this question is the best nickname that you've ever had. I know you just got two <laughs> new nicknames kind of now as, as you're coming in, but have you had any other nicknames throughout the course of your uh, your lives that you really liked? Uh, Jay Will. That's I always been called. No, yeah. For me, J-Dub is, J-Dub is my normal like okay. nickname. Yeah, Jalen is weird to me. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. Wow. People call me Jalen. Like, when I get called Jalen, it's like, Jalen Michael. Like, my dad <laughs> You're in trouble. Like, yeah, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, my friend group has it's three of us. It's three Jalen's, all spelled the oh, same. Really? Oh, yeah. Man. So for me, growing up, J Dub was my like distinguishing like. Oh, okay, so being around other Jalen's is not new for you. Okay, <laughs> I mean, like twenty percent of the basketball world is named. We're all What are the nicknames for your other two friends that are named Jalen? Uh, J Money and J Hop. Okay. Okay. All right. Chet. Uh, so everywhere I've gone, somehow the same nickname happens without me telling people. So I'm gonna just say it at this point. Uh, my teammates last year at Gonzaga and before that all just started calling me Cheddar Bob. Uh, <laughs> Cheddar Bob. Cheddar Bob. Uh, but not the one that shoots himself in the leg with his own gun. Not the eight mile Cheddar Bob. Um, yeah, I've gotten that one. I've gotten Slim Reaper, Rim Reaper, all the goofy basketball ones. Chet Mix, all those. <laughs> Chet Mix. <laughs> That's a fun one. That's a fun one. The good thing about your name is it's Chet, right? Like that's a that's a great name to you know one syllable. It's easy to say on the floor too. You know, nickname is make your life easier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. All right, next question. Go to pregame meal. State. Wow. All right. Kind of heavy. That's what I was thinking. I'm gonna say all like what we we would get like Olive Garden and stuff like that, so like yeah. some type of like pasta or something. Like B, yeah, like yeah. BJ's, yeah, 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 something. Like that. Yeah, I say probably like some type of pasta, like Alfredo or spaghetti or something. Smart. All right, Smart. Now, let me change. My okay, <laughs> we either had grilled chicken, steak, here. or pasta. So one of three. Okay, Can't but it sounds like you like steak. Like steak yeah. is like your okay. All right, <laughs> now we know his favorite food. All right. All right. If you didn't play basketball, what sport would you play? Baseball. Oh really? What, what position? Uh, first base. Okay, nice. Yeah. Big target. I, I used to play uh, <laughs> baseball growing up. I bet your the other infielders love throwing to you because they couldn't miss. Yeah. yeah. When I quit uh, baseball, I was better at baseball than basketball. Really? Yeah. Wow. I was just. What three. made you stop? I was six three in eighth grade. Ah, yes. <laughs> Something's gotta happen here. A decision must be made. Yeah. Here. <laughs> yes. Um. Probably nothing. I never played another sport. Like I never even tried. Really? Oh, wow. Yeah. I never okay. tried out for anything else. So I don't. Have an answer. What other things did you do outside of basketball? 
Just hobby-wise, anything? Uh, probably, I grew up, like, playing video games and stuff, or, like, you know, kind of like a normal yeah. childhood, like, ride your bike, and, like, for me, like, yeah. growing up in AZ, like, pool and stuff, it was, like, the, yeah, right, like, the pool. But so, a hooper yeah. through and through. Hey, like, yeah, yeah. same one track mine. Yeah, I love swimming it. Pool, right? Yeah, yeah, no, uh, swimming pool, swimming pool, yeah, uh, I don't really know what I'd play. Uh, I'm gonna get killed for saying this. I'd probably it'd probably be like football, cause that's the only other sport I've ever played. I played football when I was little. Okay. And my dad made me quit. But I wouldn't yeah, get playing. <laughs> yeah. You chose wisely. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Last question. If you're on a deserted island by yourself, what are three things you have to have with you? Uh, like a machete. Okay. <laughs> some water and like a fire starter. You're going practical. That's yeah. that's really smart. All right. I'm literally going to the exact same thing. Are <laughs> <laughs> you going a different direction? <laughs> this is your deserted I, island. Yeah, Make I, it your that's own. That's good. Like you gotta like I would have like a tool to defend myself See, with. No, no, they failed. Water. They failed this test. <laughs> it's a boat, gasoline, and a map to get nice. off the deserted <laughs> yes, island. Yes. Okay. See, see, Usman, we talked to Usman earlier. He said his PS5, his <laughs> phone, and, and his, his Xbox. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, you could make this deserted island. He's not even going to do anything for him. He's not going to have service. Well, I guess, yeah, <laughs> that's true. Or TV. What should you need your PS5 for with no TV? Oh, well, there's no TV. Yeah, 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 yeah that's, that, that's a good <laughs> point. Come on, Usman. <laughs> that's a really good point. Okay. that You guys went practical. I like that. Yeah, Smart well guys. And that's something that Sam Presti pointed out in the press conference. Yeah. Great cerebral. decision makers. Yeah. Cerebral through and through. It shines not just on the floor, but off as well. No doubt. Learned a lot. Learned a lot. Well, I, I got to ask you guys, because we get to know, we saw you guys on draft night and we saw the emotion just within yourself. What's this been like for your families? And just the 48 hours, their lives are changing too a little bit. I, I want to start with you because we saw the very emotional night with you and your parents in Fort Smith. Yeah, it was it was crazy emotional. Most of the people that were at my draft party was family. So I had like a hundred something people there. Like everybody was there. And if you look out in the crowd, everybody was crying with me. My dad probably didn't want to cry in front of the camera. But he started <laughs> crying. And my mom, she screamed when they said my name. But it was definitely a super emotional night and something we'll never forget. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, um, yeah, I was, it's probably like your dad. I was trying not to cry. There's probably a video going out there, and I everybody saw was like, that. "Is he you excited?" Set your phone up? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I set my phone up. Everybody's like, "Is he excited?" But I did. I played it pretty smart and like cried in my mom's shoulder. Nice. So, you know, I your face, face a little yeah, bit. I was like, I can't be a meme <laughs> this early, and obviously that changed with the Spider-Man meme with me. And Adam. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, I was gonna be a meme. It was out of your control at that point. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's like kind of like life changing. So you know, like it's cool because it's like they're kind of going through the process with me as well. So yeah. it's you know, it's kind of unreal, you know, in a sense. And I, you know, they're probably emotional and kind of going through that. But I think everybody's just kind of filled with excitement. Yeah, I can imagine. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for me, uh, everybody was like asking me, are you going to cry? Are you going to cry? I was like, I don't know until it happens. And then uh, my mom was like saying like she doesn't know if she's going to cry. And I was like, you don't cry because then that's the only reason I'm going to start crying. So yeah. she didn't start crying, at least not like I didn't see her start crying. So I, I was able to hold it in. But uh, it's been a lot of crazy emotions uh, last 48 hours, probably thousands of them, all good ones um, for Myself and my family. I want to follow up on that because at the draft, I was actually waiting kind of in this secluded hallway for the trade to become official for, for Usman. And he's in this green room by himself. I'm kind of waiting out in the hallway. And your parents come walking down this like deserted hallway, holding hands. You could just tell they were so proud, but they also needed to like get away from the craziness for a second. So I just, I don't know, did, did, uh, did they talk to you about that? Or did they, did, did you sense that they kind of were able to have that moment? 
Nah, because like once I got drafted, it was like, boom, put the hat on, shake Adam Silver's hand. And then it was straight to like media, back to back to back to back. So I didn't really have time to think, to see, even see my parents again after I hugged them, like till we did the photo shoot at the end right before we left. So right. it was like crazy for two straight hours. It was just interviews, photo shoots, interviews. Like it was just crazy. Yeah, no, draft night's a blur. Like right after, right after you shake his hand, you literally, I'm crying, like I'm like trying not to cry while I'm shaking his <laughs> yeah. hand. And then I take two steps off the stage and they're like, we need you to headphone. I'm like, yeah, I can't even. <laughs> you can't suck it like, up. Yeah. <laughs> no. They don't give you like a moment. Like you need a moment, but they don't give you a moment. No. Yeah. yeah, you guys are, you know, basically through a car wash of, of, of obligations yeah. and interviews and stuff at the, along that lines. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I do have another question and this is more about what, because I was here in Oklahoma City and we got a chance to talk to Sam Presti after the draft and one of the things, obviously, we heard it today as well, but you guys are all hard workers. You're all competitive, and you've shown that in different ways throughout your career. Um, just going down the line, where does that come from for you guys? Where does where does that competitiveness, that that hard work ethic, where does that come from for you? Uh, we'll start with you, Jay Will, and just uh, toughness is probably part of your you know scouting report anyway. A guy who takes a lot of charges, just where does that come from? Um, honestly, I think it comes from just having older siblings. Now that I think about really? it, all my siblings are ten plus years older than me. They used to back me down in the post. I would have to try to out physical them, and I never could. So I think it really just started from a young age, and just wanting to be on the court for my freshman year just made me start playing harder and harder mm -hmm. every day. And really, I think that's where it came from. About you, Dad? For me, it was just growing up short. You know, you kind of <laughs> have like the, the short man syndrome that everybody says, and just kind of having to fight for, you know, kind of everything, and nothing was really given, kind of that, and then just being like unrecruited, and, mm -hmm. you know, under recruited and stuff like that growing up. So that was like kind of my chip on my shoulder forever. You had a, a pretty big growth spurt at, at one point. When did you kind of hit that? I mean, it was kind of gradual because, like, my senior year, I was, like, 6'2". Mm -hmm. And then I got to college at Santa Clara around, like, 6'2 and a half, and I ended up being 6'6", so right before the season started. So I'd say, like, in that time frame. But, I mean, sophomore year of high school, I'm 5'9". So just a, you know, kind of a continuation of growing. Kept all the skills from yeah, being a guard. I, yeah, yeah. yeah. If Smart I didn't, move. I would not be here. So. <laughs> <laughs> Smart move. Chet, what about you? Yo, uh, it probably came from a combination of things. One, similar to like Jalen, like not really be, or J-Dub, <laughs> not really being like just given anything. Uh, you know, it, like when I was younger, like spent a lot of time on the bench, had to like earn my minutes, stuff like that. Um, and then also just like playing pickup and stuff like, uh, and playing with new guys all the time, you know, like you just you want to earn your respect kind of and, you know, you kind of go about that by, you know, kind of showing it on the court. So not, you know, giving in to anybody or giving anything to anybody uh, trying to, you know, kind of take it and take your respect. Yeah, you've been a part of such high level teams from your high school teams and, and meshing with other big time talent, Team USA, Gonzaga. How have you managed to be productive, efficient? A connector and make what is a talented team you know help it become maybe to the best of its ability uh kind of just understanding that every situation is different but at the same it's the same and at the same time like basketball no matter what there's 10 dudes on the court five on your team five on the other and you know one person can't beat five so figuring out you know what your teammates strengths are and weaknesses and then you know trying to amplify their strengths and, you know, help kind of shadow their, their weaknesses. Uh, 
and you know understanding that that's going to be different on every single team so you know you got to kind of show up from day one and you know learn each other's personalities on and off the court um so that you know not only i can have their back but then they can have mine as well um and that's been different like you said on every every team but it's kind of the same strategy well and all that hard work got you to this point one one last thing that i want to ask you this is your really first impression of Oklahoma City. You got to be out in the community a little bit, had a little bit of a community event, and meet some pretty awesome people like Clara Looper's daughter. Just what has that element of today been like for you, just getting your first impression of Oklahoma City in that way? Yeah, it's cool. Actually, I've been around here just because my sister lives here. I've been here a lot before, but just seeing such historical things and hearing the stories and seeing the kids, how how excited they were to see us, knowing that I was in their shoes and I used to look up to players. Like, it's incredible being at this side of it now. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. Yeah, for me, like, you know, just being at a smaller school, like, you know, we're kind of all coming from, you know, being the kind of person on campus, but just kind of here, it's a lot, a lot different. I think, you know, people ask me to take pictures and sign stuff, like I said, completely new element for here and then just everybody I've met so far is super cool and mm -hmm. I think the community kind of really embraces all of us so it's been really cool to kind of experience that yeah uh it's just kind of added on the mountain of emotions uh and kind of what this you know last 48 hours has been uh it's kind of just added to the significance of it uh it's made it even more memorable and kind of like uh Jay Will said uh kind of seeing like the kids out there and stuff uh and you know, being able to kind of uh, uh, empathize with them because you know I was in those shoes at one point. Like I remember, uh, you know, being in like fifth grade watching guys like Tyus Jones, who's with the Grizzlies now, you know, playing packed out high school gyms, and then you know now he's in the NBA, and uh, you know, I then I was playing in packed gyms and. Uh, you know, seeing, you know, the Timberwolves around the city all the time growing up uh, and now being in this position in Oklahoma with, you know, the kids out there and uh, being able to interact with them. Uh, it's pretty special. I love that you guys have, have gotten this initial taste. And I, I just can't wait for you all to get inside Paycom Center in front of the, the fans because they're going to go absolutely nuts for you guys. So it's gonna, built it, different. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be amazing come mid-October. And we can't wait to see you guys on the floor. But thanks for joining us today. We love getting to know you guys a little bit better. And officially, welcome to Oklahoma City. Happy Coop L Works is the proud sponsor of Thunder Basketball Universe. Brewers of the fan favorites F5 IPA and 99 Calorie Ice Chest IPA. You'll find those and many more Coop beers at retailers across Oklahoma. Learn more at CoopLWorks.com. We are now joined by a very, very special guest, Usman Jang, 19 years old, out of the NBL. But before that, you came from France. Usman, first of all, welcome to Oklahoma City and welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it was on. Um, it was great catching up with you at the draft in Barclays Center, and now to see you in OKC. I I'm sure have the nerves settled down a little bit. Are you Are you feeling a little bit looser? Um, yeah. What was this like? Yeah, the last two days was a little bit crazy, but <laughs> now being in Oklahoma and yeah, so now a little bit. That's that's good. All right, well, we are going to get you into this podcast with a little tradition that we have. It's called the Starting Five. And it's five rapid fire questions just to get to know you a little All bit right. better. All right? All right. All right. I'll go first. You take the second one? Sure. All right. First question. What is your go-to pregame song? 
Oh, it's a French rapper called Nino. So yeah, put, Nino? put our put our listeners on. You know, yeah. they need to listen to some French rap. Yeah, listen, Nino, French rapper. He's good. <laughs> okay, <laughs> nice. All right. All right. What's your your favorite nickname that you've ever had for yourself? Uh, my nickname is Us. But Oos? when I'm when I came here, all the American people like switch who's by Hoozy. So Hoozy. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which one know. do you prefer? <laughs> I mean, I like both. I, okay, I let's go with Us. I, I like Us. Like I yeah, like Us yeah. too. All right, that's cool. All right, Us. What's your go-to pregame meal? Uh, probably something simple like chicken pasta. Yeah. yeah. Gotta, gotta have something easy on the stomach before yeah, you exactly. play basketball. <laughs> yeah, good thinking. All right. If you didn't play basketball, what sport would you play? Soccer, for okay. sure. Yeah. Do you have a favorite French soccer player? French soccer player, Benzema and yeah. Kylian Mbappe. I met him nice. at the draft, so that was... Oh, that yeah, was that's cool. Like Mbappe that. was there. I forgot. Yeah, that's cool. That's awesome. Did you grow up playing soccer? Uh, I played like one year, but okay. my dad was mad, so I came yeah. back to basketball. <laughs> <laughs> You'd have been a great striker. Yeah. The height. Yeah. You'd be heading everything in. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. All right. Last question. If you were on a deserted island all by yourself, what are three things you'd have to have with you? Uh, probably my PS5. Okay. My phone and my AirPods and that's it. My <laughs> there you go. What do you play on PS5? 2K, FIFA. Yeah. Nice. 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 Yeah. Who, who do you, who do you play with in FIFA? Ah, uh, Real Madrid. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I feel like I got to know you a little bit better there with those five questions. But one thing just top of mind is the draft was just 48 hours ago. You were just in Brooklyn. <laughs> Nick, you were there too. I, obviously, I was here in Oklahoma City watching it on the screen. But seeing your name called and seeing you walk up there, grab that hat. And what what were your emotions as soon as you walked up there? I mean, I couldn't realize, like, that was crazy. That was a, a dream come true. And, yeah, I was just so happy. You were originally drafted by the Knicks. There was a trade with the Thunder. So you were walking around for a while with a Knicks hat on. And at, at one point, an official from the NBA kind of pulled you to the side while you are going through this media circuit and kind of, like, shuffled you off to this little green room and, and kind of put you in there until the trade was official and you were able to, to switch to a Thunder hat. I got to know, like, what did what did you do when you were in that green room? I, I think maybe probably by yourself, right? Just kind of yeah. hanging out for a while. You you were in there for like at least 15 minutes. Yeah. So I, I heard about the trade a little bit before. But yeah, like you say, we didn't know if, if it was true or, or not. So yeah, I was by myself. I still didn't realize that our... I was about to play in the NBA, so a little bit crazy, but that's good. Did you at least have your phone with you to yeah, like, yeah, be able yeah, to yeah. call? Okay, because Chet, when he got drafted, he forgot his phone at the table. Oh, really? And so he was walking around for like 30 minutes without his phone. He had like a million missed calls. People were FaceTiming him. Um, so I was, I'm glad to hear that you could at least you know, yeah, talk, talk to your friends, talk to your family, all that stuff. Yeah, I had my phone. That was good. Cool. <laughs> Well, back here in Oklahoma City, I had the chance to talk to Sam Presti and Will Dawkins, and we asked about you and what they saw in you. They mentioned that they'd been kind of, they had eyes on you when you were 16 years old and basically around six foot three, much shorter than you are right now. And they said the thing that really stood out to them was your resilience and how you went from being in France to playing in Australia and just how you were able to navigate that and adjust just where did that come from for you, that that poise, that maturity, to be able to handle that? Uh, I think I developed that when I was in Paris at INSEP. And yeah, I mean, the choice for the NBL was was a big choice in my career, big choice in my career. And yeah, it's like, I think that was, that was the best fit for me. 
you you mentioned Incept. This is an academy in France run by Tony Parker that Thunderguard um, Teo Maladon also. No, Norman. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, the other one. Okay, sorry. Either way, uh, Teo Maladon uh, has has played there as well. Will you just kind of tell me about like the academy culture in France and and what that's done for you to develop your skills? Yeah, so it's, it's a big academy in France, and I think I really develop like the. My work ethic in there, like they told us, work every day if you if you want to achieve your dream, and yeah, that's a big, that's a big, uh, yeah. I, I want to know a little bit more about your story because you left home early, right? You were 13 years old when you left your home city. Talk us through that journey and how you ended up ultimately playing in the third division in France. Oh, uh, so yeah, so in France, it's not like here in the U.S. You don't have high school and college, so it's only by club, you know. Mm-hmm. Every club got young division. And so yeah, I went to Bordeaux when I was thirteen. So I I was I was at home only for the weekend and then so I stayed two years and when I was fifteen I left for INSEP in third division. You feel like that jump leaving home so early has helped you to be ready for this moment right here? Yeah, I think that that made me tougher on and off the court too. So yeah. I just am curious now about the opportunity that you see ahead of yourself. You you have this incredible skill set. You can do so many different things on the floor. And next week, you're going to be starting practicing against other NBA players. What's what's your mindset as you head into this? Uh, just I just want to work playing against the best player in the world and learn from them too. So yeah, I'm just excited. Well, how do you think you can you can help your teammates on the floor? What are some of the biggest things that, that you can do out there that can really help your team? So like I said, I'm pretty versatile, so I can do a lot of things on the floor. And yeah, I can create my own shots over people and be here in defense. But I think my best quality is find my teammates and my court vision. But first of all, I just want to help the team and yeah, do whatever the coach want me to do. Well, we are looking forward to seeing you in action. The Thunder jersey already looks great on you you. right now. Thank you so much for joining us and good luck. Thank you. As you can tell, these guys are all very personable and looking forward to getting things started here in Oklahoma City wearing that Thunder uniform. I know all Thunder fans are really looking forward to see them and seeing them in action. That leads us to what's on tap for these guys and it's summer league. It's go time. Yeah, that's right. These guys are going to come in now and join the established group that's already in Oklahoma City. Guys that have been working so hard since the end of last season. You think about the, the Josh Giddies and Pokus and Teo Maladones and some of these returning young players that are all going to be uh, at summer league either in Salt Lake City or in Las Vegas. The Thunder has three games in Salt Lake City between July 5th and 7th. We'll actually have two of those games, the 5th and the 6th, broadcast on the Sports Animal here on the radio, WOS Sports Animal on the Thunder Radio Network. So be sure to tune in there. You can also catch those games on ESPN. And then the third and final game will be on uh, NBA TV. And then the flip, the flip side, they'll, they'll go straight from there, at least some portion of that group, to Las Vegas, where all 30 teams are participating mm-hmm. in Summer League. And of course, that is a 10-day uh, just 
full entrance into the NBA world. It's basically a convention out there it is. At, at Summer League. And so these guys will get a chance to play four games that are already on the schedule. And then based on their record, one more game after that. A lot of work ahead of these guys. They recognize that and they're ready for it. And we're ready to watch that. And you know, we've got you covered with all the Summer League coverage. Me and Gallo will be splitting up duties between Salt Lake City and Las Vegas. So you can be sure to stay tuned to the Thunder Basketball Universe podcast as well as OKCThunder.com for our articles and all of our coverage there. Until then, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to like, rate, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Thank you so much to our special guests that joined us here today. Thank you so much to our producer, Matt Bishop. And until next time, thunder up and catch you later.